hot still. At home, turn us up. In your car, turn us on. At work, tell others about Talking with Ms. T, the talk show that's giving you trending topics, noted news, interesting interviews, community updates, and so much more. It continues right now. Ms. T. She'll do the talking. All you got to do is be a good listener. Greetings, my friend. It's time to begin the show designed with you in mind. We hit the roof with the truth and the floor with much more on the latest edition of What You Shouldn't Be Missing. This is Tanisha Baker, and I'm excited to host the 195th show of Talking With T. It's February 18th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, acclaimed writer Toni Morrison, actress Molly Ringwald, game show personality Vanna White, and notorious rapper Dr. Dre. On this date in history, Shawnee Davis became the first black to win an individual gold medal in Winter Olympic history. He won the men's 1,000-meter speed skating race in Italy. The first formal anti-slavery resolution was passed by the Quakers of Germantown, Pennsylvania on this date in 1688. The Society of Friends said slavery was in opposition to Christianity and human rights. Today on the national calendar is National Drink Wine Day and National President's Day, a day set aside to honor all past presidents. The theme this month is love is. Today, I want to talk about self-love. Love yourself as much as you want to be loved. When you love yourself, you become more self-aware, more confident and more at peace. You tolerate less. You command respect and you simply don't lower your worth. When you love yourself, you take care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit. Let's see what's popping in our Monday Minute Quick Bits. In celebration of Black History Month, Lyft, car service, is offering free rides to Black-owned businesses and cultural institutions in over 30 cities. Black history is still being made, as highlighted by North Carolina A&T track star Kayla White as she breaks the world record in the 200-meter run. We were faced with another mass shooting this past week as 45-year-old Gary Martin opened fire at an Illinois manufacturing business, killing five employees before being killed himself by the police. It is reported that the incident was sparked after Martin was fired from his job. Martin had a long history of criminal activity, including stabbing a girlfriend and threatening to kill another one. On my local front here in Tennessee, a man walked into an Upper East Tennessee dental office and fatally shot his wife on Wednesday morning before he was shot and detained by a bystander. The president has called a national emergency since he didn't get the funding needed for a wall that wouldn't even be completed in his lifetime and probably won't yield his intended outcome. Unless that outcome is to further divide the country and spend billions on a barricade to keep people out instead of using that money to assist people within. I'm just going to leave this right here for this week. But if you're inclined to know more about it, you can read it through the link shared on www.talkingwitht.com. Still trending is the Jesse Smollett case with new developments sparking speculations as to whether or not the actor actually staged the whole thing. I am drawing weary of this story. I wish the whole truth would just come out. You can leave your thoughts or comments on www.talkingwitht.com under today's show tab. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're listening to Talking With T. 
right. Well, we have a special treat today. I have my friend, Reggie Jenkins, Memphis native but Knoxville son, and we share some ties that bind. Um, long-time youth advocate, activist. Reggie, welcome to Talking with T. Thank you for finally inviting me. It's been a long time. <laughs> we didn't have to go there. You know, we talked so much. When it hit me that you hadn't been on the show, I was like, wait a minute, we got to fix that. So I want the listeners to know about your role in the community and how you are an advocate for youth and your founder, president of Unique Academy, and we're interested in all of that. So first of all, Unique Academy is not spelled like you might find it in the dictionary. It's what you... uh uh, Unique Academy is uh, spelled unique is spelled U U N I K, and I spell it like that because it's five of the seven principles of Kwanzaa. For those who don't know, seven principles of Kwanzaa. We use five of those principles in our program. That's Umoja, which means unity; Ujamaa, cooperative economics; Nia means purpose; Money means faith; and Kujichakalia means self determination. Very interesting. And so tell us a little bit about Unique Academy, your vision, your mission. What do you do? Unique Academy is a 501c3 nonprofit uh, dedicated to the transformation of African-American youth in the Knoxville community. Uh, Our mission is to assist in the holistic development of our youth in order that we help them become responsible and productive men and women in our community. We were founded in 2003, so September this year will be our 16th year in existence. We've worked with over probably 2,400 youth in the Knoxville community since our inception. We do various programs throughout the year. One of it's Calling on Males Youth Conference. That's a conference we have every January. I think it's the 13th year. We had it this past January 26, 2019. We have 50 over 50 guys to participate between the ages of, well, actually 5 and 17. The purpose of that particular conference is to bring young males with men, uh, different men of profession, different professions, to come in and do various workshops with them and connect with them and bond with them. What we're doing coming up is the ACT prep, which we do in the fall and the spring, and that's pretty much open to Knoxville, the city. It's a community target African-American youth but we're open to other uh, kids of other ethnicities as well. And the purpose of the ACT prep is to provide strategies and skills for our children to master ACT so they can go on to go to college and universities, ideally for free. My goal is to get them there for free. And we also provide uh, FAFSA uh, workshops. We work in conjunction with Project Grad, actually, but FAFSA workshops, college prep workshops in the fall, and we were doing a college tour for the first time this spring break on March 17th through the 20th. Uh, we're going to take, uh, we got about 22 young people. We're going to take to Memphis, Tennessee, and we're going to take them to Nashville, going to University of Memphis, Fisk, TSU, and Lamorne Island College. And so, and oh, we also going to take them to the Civil Rights Museum, Stacks Museum, and other things like that. So this summer, we do a Steamy Summer Institute. DEMI stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Arts, Math, Innovation. And the purpose of that is twofold, and it's targeting African-American males between the ages of 5 and 10. We want to get our kids academically sound uh, in terms of reading, comprehension, writing, 
math, language arts. Just trying to get our kids fundamentally sound of those areas. And also introduce them to the world of STEM. Uh, we bring in engineers. We bring in various people. We go to Oak Ridge National Laboratory. They get to tour the, 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 the corporation there. And just trying to probe our kids and set them up to become successful in those areas of STEM, but at the same time be academically sound and, and, and excel in school. And uh, we do a college career fair at Vine Middle School. We've been doing that since 2009, so about 10 years. And we get the whole school, and we, we recruit various vendors. We do that in conjunction with Project Grad, Great Schools Partnership, and the links, as well as the uh, staff at Vine Middle School. And we bring in over 30 vendors to so the kids can get exposed to various careers and colleges in the middle school years. And I think that's about all we have right now. So <laughs> I was sitting here saying, woo you quite busy, and I was just thinking, so you started back in 2003, and we both know in the nonprofit world, you know, programs come and go. Yeah. So longevity in a program speaks for itself, yeah. you know, that that you're making an impact, you're making a difference, people believe in what you're doing. And I know personally that you've been successful and you've hit some needs that needed to be addressed in our community for a long time. One in particular, focusing on our young black males with intention. And then, of course, the ACT prep. And I'm surprised that we really haven't had more programs That's to address true. that, you know, for mm-hmm. the college entrance exam to make our kids yeah. more competitive and yeah. get again these programs. And I like what you said, trying to get them in for free. Yeah. And we know it doesn't happen overnight. Uh, no. The ACT is cumulative. So, we can't really wait until junior and senior year and decide yeah, we're going to get ready for it. In yeah. fact, y'all, I'm on the waiting list. Reggie, tell them how to get in touch with you. I'm on the waiting list for the fall. Spring is already full. Yeah, but spring is full. But, how um, can they get in touch with you? They can go on our website, uunikacademy.org, or uh-huh. they can they can eat, hit me up on uh, uh, email, uunik.academy at gmail.com. Or they can call me at area code 865-384-4475. Okay, I'm going to post all of that information so that people can get in touch with you. Now, if you sign up, you'll be after me. I just want to put that out there, but you can get in touch with Reggie. (laughs) I said that's no problem, but uh, I want to emphasize one of the points you just made. We target when our ACT, we target 8th, ninth, and 10th graders. We right, catching them early. Yeah, we want mm-hmm. we want. I, I, my goal is they go to our workshops at least two times, you know, okay. and we pay for the test. You know, we don't ask. We don't like this spring. We we charged parents like thirty dollars, and you know the test minimal. You know, yeah, that's minimal the, fee. Just, yeah, 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 just a registration fee, and um, the test is fifty dollars, and we feed them lunch. Uh, we got a catered lunch every. Every time we meet, we meet like four Saturdays in the spring, five Saturdays in the fall. We get to lunch. We give them like a, uh, snacks and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, we provide them with uh, a lot of the educational supplies that they need and all that kind of stuff. And we try to give them over and above. We try to eliminate all the excuses for our kids not excelling in that test. Right. And so, you know, but um, that's why we start early. I want to get them early, get these children in there early. Now, that's not to say we don't have any juniors. They take it. We do have, right. uh, and we have, actually, I got a couple of seniors too, but 
we try to target them early to take the mystique out of this test, out of way yeah. and our test. Because a lot of our kids are afraid to, you know, you know, people are programmed themselves that, well, I can't do well on standardized tests. And I don't believe that. I just don't believe that. I just, we just got to take it. You can't, you can't feed a baby steak. You got to just mash it down and chew it down to where it's digestible and they can understand it at a certain pace and they can master anything. Our kids are geniuses. We just got to show them that. Right. And I'm going to jump back for a second before we go to STEAMY. Tell me uh-huh. again what STEAMY stands for. I don't, science. Science, technology, engineer, arts, math, innovation. Now, can you access information about that on the website as well? Yeah, they can find everything on my website. They'll see all the programs, all my events, and if they where, have any questions. When do you take registration for that? Oh, we're starting in that in April, probably mid-April. Okay. We're going to start uh, having parent orientation and start taking applications for that. And we, we do, after we'll do a parent orientation in April, and then we'll do interviews in May. And then we start June 3rd. It goes seven weeks, June 3rd to July 26th. Okay. I noticed that in most of the programs that you implement, you encourage or even require some parent involvement. Yes. And, you know, we know it's critical. We know we can't always get it at the level that we want. Yeah. But we know that that's a key element Mm -hmm. in the success of our students. So, Reggie, number one, I want to let the listeners know I'm going to have you back because we could talk all day. We talk about a lot of <laughs> this just happens to be the introductory topic. Yeah. But before we go, do you have any advice or words of wisdom for our parents oh, yeah. that, yeah, as they're preparing their kids on this academic journey? First of all, I would tell parents to look in the mirror and believe that you have everything you need to prepare your child for this world. I don't care what your academic background is, whether you got degrees or not, whether you read on a certain level, that doesn't matter to me. If you've got determination and passion and drive and want for your child, you can get whatever you need for your child. And the second I will tell them is education is a journey. It's not a sprint. It's not somewhere. It's right here. If you give your child, I encourage every parent, give your child 15 minutes a day, 10 minutes of uninterrupted, studying or going over words or reading 15 minutes a day for a child that's 8, 9 years old over a period of 10 years can be the difference of your child being in the bottom 50 or the top 10% in the school and in the city. 15 minutes a day, every day. You know, you don't have to spend rocket science. And if you don't know something, parents, open your mouth and ask. Closed mouths don't get fed. Just ask. It's, It's okay. It's your child's future. It's your child's life. It's education. For me, education is life and death, you know. And so if you don't know something, call somebody and ask. If, you, if they say no, you keep asking until you get a yes. There are a lot of agencies and people out here in Knoxville who want to help. You know, all you got to do is ask. Open your mouth and ask. And there you have it. And I appreciate you so much. And on behalf of Knoxville, our community, the kids you serve, the parents you've helped, the listening ear that you've been for those of us who share the same passion. want to thank you again, and I hope to hear back from you soon on Talking With T. <laughs> well, thank you for this opportunity for uh, Talking With T. I definitely appreciate you. I appreciate you because you're just as, uh, you're just as hard as work as I am. You've been in the community longer than I have. You're a product of this community. 
So you you were, well, you know, you would know whether somebody's doing a good job or not. So I appreciate that. Right, right, right. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> you take care now. Well, all right, I have on the line with me our talk investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam, as we review trending news. Pam, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, T? I'm doing well. Uh, how was your Valentine's Day? Did you celebrate? It, it was It was a Thursday. I worked, and that's, that's about it. Okay, well, we'll move on. <laughs> we'll check out... Uh, We'll check out some of our stories for today. First of all, apparently this drunk woman was arrested by a black sheriff's deputy in Florida, and then she goes on this racist rant. I'm going to share what she said, but hold on to your soul because it's a bit much. She Hmm. said, my KKK people will find you. They know people like you. Ain't a D thing wrong with burning a cross in your yard, is there? Then she added, you F with the wrong white people. She told him the N-word should have never been let out of slavery. She threatened him by saying his eyes would be poked out and the KKK got your A. My KK friends will burn your families. You should never be here in the first place. You ever been whipped on a whipping post? Uh, lady. First of all, we know that when you're drunk, most often your true feelings come out unfiltered. <sighs> That's a long side. And Jay's honor. Yeah, Jay's honor. I wonder how she got all this out without being jacked up or something beforehand. She said a whole <laughs> right. lot yes, to him. She did. Now, if the tables were turned, let's say it was a black woman talking to a white cop, I don't think she could have got all that out. And then she, she got out a mouthful. Get, and she didn't even get charged, did she? Yeah. Yeah, she got charged. But Mm-mm. she was quite belligerent. I'm kind of like you. How did she get all of that out? But then again, you know, as officers, I'm sure they're supposed to be trained to keep their cool, which unfortunately is not always the case as seen in this next story. Relatives of 20-year-old rapper Willie McCoy won't answers. He was shot and killed by Florida police officers after falling asleep in his car in a Taco Bell parking lot. He'd been on tour with his group and was probably tired and just fell asleep. The police were called after employees reported a driver slumped over in a car. Police reported that they noticed a gun in McCoy's lap and called for backup. They said they gave him several commands to put his hands up, but that McCoy moved his hand toward his gun. Let me pause for a second to say when you sleep and somebody wakes you up, you know, it takes a minute sometimes to orient yourself to your surroundings. I suspect he was startled, and at any rate, officers opened fire, shooting him at least 20 times. It was really like an execution. And obviously many people feel that this situation could have been handled differently, but as seems the pattern... Another young black man has lost his life. Yes, it's sad because the pattern is shoot first, ask questions later. There's no reason for them to open fire on him that many times. I mean, not not even one time. Let me just say that. They shouldn't open fire at all on him. 
if you're waking someone up out of their sleep, then like you said, it, it takes a minute. You get, I mean, you, if you sleep, you wake up like, where, you know, where am I? You know, if you done dozed off or whatever or tired, anything. I'm not sure why they open found him like that. They thought it was like World War Three. I thought it was just pop, 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 pop. That's sad. That's sad. And I also read he lost both his parents to cancer, and he was really trying to escape police brutality, violence, and all of that through his music. And, again, I think he was probably tired. He's on tour. I mean, who purposely falls asleep at Taco Bell? He was tired. He was tired. Yeah. Our condolences goes out to this young man's family. Yes, Pam, we are in the midst of tax season, and time to bring back our segment on being income taxi. As we get into it, I first want to share that a Florida man did his own taxes and received a $980,000 tax refund. The way he did it was claiming that he earned a little over $18,000 in wages and that he withheld $1 million in income taxes when in reality he received about $3,500 in wages and had no federal income taxes withheld. What's scary to the government is that he never should have received a refund. Their system should have caught it, but it didn't. So what can I do to become income taxi without going to jail? I want uh, – did he have some dependents on there? Because I need to borrow some dependents because all mine are – you know, I've got of age. <laughs> I don't know what, well, I told you what he did. I don't know how that worked. I don't know how it slipped by when he said that he had a million in income taxes withheld. They know they didn't get a million dollars from him. I feel like the system should have caught that, but there has to be more clever ways than that. So let me get back to the segment. When your look and lifestyle take a sudden turn for the better after receiving your income taxes. We call that being income taxi. When you, like me, are looking for ways to reduce your tax payments or increase your refunds, we call that being income taxi. When you out here trying to find some extra kids to claim, we call that being income taxi. Pam, you know you income taxi when? You know you income taxi when you go out and buy a whole tiger instead of just getting a little. <laughs> you know you income taxi when you go out and purchase a 97-inch TV to put in a efficiency. <laughs> and you know you income taxi when you buy those new rims for that 1989 Chevelle you've been driving. With the broken muffler. With the broken muffler. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and to add to that, they be income tax when they put a rim on a car, but the, but the steering wheel shaking. <laughs> don't go get you in alignment. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, listen, we would love for you to share your input on You Know You Income Taxi Win. So look on our social media outlets for the post. Or visit www.talkingwithtea.com under today's show to share your comments. Well, Pam, I guess that's it for this bit. And, of course, I can't wait to hear what you have to say next week. And I can't wait to tell it. Well, once again, we've come to the end. But stay engaged by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. Follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to Talking With Tea 
anytime on your time through Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Google Music, or iHeartRadio. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, your online daily scoop of trending news to find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Everyone in church ain't a Christian. Everyone in jail ain't a criminal. And everyone in your face ain't your friend. Remember where you heard the word. Keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking With Tea.